We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Community Radio, Kilkenny City, wishing all our listeners a very happy Christmas and a peaceful New Year. And you're very welcome along because as the promo says, the draw takes place on Friday the 18th of December and it's Friday the 18th of December. It's about six minutes past six here on Community Radio Kilkenny City and it's time for our Split the Pot jackpot draw uh, this evening. We've got some fantastic prizes. We've got Councillor Pat Fitzpatrick who's also a Peace Commissioner as well as a councillor and Pat is going to do the draw for us in just a moment. But just before we do, let me tell you about the prizes. And the first prize is one thousand euro in cash and uh, was it ever worse wanted as they say and somebody is going to be that much richer uh, a little bit later on the second prize 300 euro in cash uh, third prize and a lot of these prizes are of the same value but uh, we're just putting them in these orders uh, Eurospar Christmas hamper worth uh, well over 200 euro that's courtesy of McCarthy's Eurospar in New Park shopping centre uh, third prize is a 200 euro hamper from Country Markets in Kenny City uh, fifth prize is a 200 euro service voucher from Michael Ling Motors here in the Hebron Industrial Estate. Sixth prize, a beautiful tapestry worth 200 euro. Seventh prize, a 100 euro voucher for Tracy Furniture in Bennett's Bridge. And eighth prize, a 100 euro voucher for Chadwick's in Kilkenny. Thanks to all of our sponsors for supporting those prizes. And most importantly, thanks to everybody who took part in this draw. Uh, there really has been a fabulous take up and a, a fabulous. Um, effort on behalf of all of our volunteers here uh, to raise money for our new studio. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Councillor Pat Fitzpatrick, who is also a member of the board of Kilkenny Community Communications Co-op, and that's the company that runs Community Radio Kilkenny City. Pat, you're welcome, and uh, it's another good day for the station. Absolutely, Declan. Thanks again. It's just, uh, I suppose, time flies. It's sunny, like yesterday, this time last year, we were here again yeah. at a wonderful uh, draw again, I suppose, listening to the run out of the prizes here uh, you know never was a thousand euros more needed or indeed downright to eight prize a hundred euro voucher from Chadwick so, so they're wonderful prizes but again it's all community uh, supporting the local community I'm delighted to be asked to, to um, partake with this draw but I'm also delighted to be joined by the chairman of the board Michael Walsh and indeed a member of the board uh, Pat Doyle as well so it's great for community radio Kilkenny but it's also a great endorsement the amount of people that have subscribed to this draw the amount of uh, you know goodwill is out there on the streets yeah. of Kilkenny and indeed the service that you and the team here both uh, and a lot of it on a voluntary basis have been provided so providing to the community out there in County Kilkenny and, and uh, across Kilkenny City so again Declan well done I'm delighted to be part of uh, this evening's event but it is great to get the support of the people of the community so because this radio station was always for the people by the people and that ethos has continued indeed and great buy-in too from businesses as well as you mentioned with those great prizes absolutely like like the, you know when you look around you know people haven't been able to do some of the things that they wanted to do and to be able to get the support and the local business community you know coming up and giving you the different prizes let it be whatever company uh, but there's a willingness out there to support community radio there's a willingness out there 
as well in the business community but also in the general community and right across uh, Kilkenny City people have been talking this evening uh, I was in High Street earlier on and someone says to me you're going over to the draw you were there last year so they remembered it yeah. and I said yes I am and I was, <laughs> so that's you know that's yeah. that's, that's the, the people are listening yeah. out there we're getting a message out there and indeed you know just earlier on we were listening to Inspector Paul O'Donoghue there on given the road safety mm. and all that and the one thing as a uh, public representative I just say to people look be safe over this Christmas period just you know we have to do things right it's difficult for everyone and it's great to be here as I said supporting the local community and it's all about community and that's what this radio was built on community yeah and Pat before we go to the draw just as a public representative um, you know I suppose kind of the uh, restrictions opening up today, people allowed to travel back home and all that kind of thing. But the message coming from the Taoiseach and the Tornish to last night, unfortunately, there's you know there's more trouble on the horizon. Can you offer any bit of optimism for the coming year? Look, to we people? all know. Look, we all know that great day that was is coming. Please God, when we hear the vaccine being rolled out, and hopefully the the permission to do that will become uh, suppose on the twenty first, hopefully when it's all agreed at European level. But look at again, Declan, it's all down to personal responsibility people have to take personal responsibility for their actions. There's three clear messages. They, you know, the wash the hands, the wear the, the, wear the mask and, and keep your social distancing as we are indeed doing this evening. Uh, anyone that would be here with us like our, our chairman and uh, our member of the board are outside in the corridor there. Mm. Uh, you know, so we're all being responsible. That's what it's about. But there is, there is a positivity coming. We'll be coming, come moving forward but we just have to have, we're really in difficult times. We just have to go the extra yard now and hold it together and it's very difficult for the business community it's difficult for everyone everyone wants to see their loved ones everyone wants but Kilkenny is, 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 is under a bit of pressure and everyone can play their part young and old can play their part because we all want to see our mum or our dad or you know our newborn that was our, our grandchildren whatever but it's just we need to be careful we need to go that little extra yard and it's, it's so important to, to stay safe just think of the three things to wear the mask wash the hands and the social distancing and we will get through this and there will be positive we'll stand here please God uh, hopefully all of us here in 12 months time and we'll say look we got through that but it's the power of the people it's like the power of the radio it's community in action it's the people in action that will defeat COVID that's exactly what I was hoping you'd say Pat a bit of, we need a bit of positivity thanks for that ok that's Councillor Pat Fitzpatrick Pat you're here in your role as a Peace Commissioner and uh, I'm going to ask you now to, to start to pull and the order will be the first prize out will be the thousand euro in cash and in descending order here as I have them. So okay, so we we'll so, go with the first. So we'll ask one of, one of my colleagues, either Pat Doyle or Michael Walsh, to to relay the envelopes if if, if you're too far away. But anyway, Pat is pulling them, and we will have a winner very shortly. One thousand euro in cash in our split the pot jackpot, and a big winner. It is a big winner, and it's a home winner. It's Frank Tynan. And Frank Tynan is, of course, a volunteer at Community Radio Kilkenny City, but that's isn't pulled that, out. and that's Isn't that amazing? And it's brilliant to see a, a local winner, but also a volunteer. And as I said earlier, the, the station was vil- built on volunteers. Yeah. And congratulations, Frank. And you do a lovely programme there as well. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely fantastic. Congratulations to Frank Tynan there. €1,000. Uh, it is going to be a good Christmas for Frank. And if you pull the second prize, um, because there's a, an additional cash prize of €300, Euro, and Councillor Pat Fitzpatrick is going to pull that one now, and we will have a winner very shortly. And I assure you, Liam Kelly O'Rourke, you will have some sports programme left between now and 7 o'clock. Second is... 
John John O'Brien Jalno John O'Brien John O'Brien uh, 27 Ossery Park in Kilkenny congratulations to you Jono I'll take that uh, thanks and I'll put second prize on it so 300 euro to Jono O'Brien second prize there congratulations to you and that surely will brighten things up as well our third prize the Eurospar Christmas hamper I saw it today it looks absolutely fabulous and Pat if you'd be good worth enough worth 200 to, euros yeah it's worth every bit of it possibly a bit more I'd say because it'll really look fabulous and uh, Councillor Balfour's Patrick is so going to do the pull. Uh, down in the bottom of this. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Assumpta Barry. Assumpta Barry. Not sure where you're from, Assumpta, but congratulations because you have won the Eurospar uh, Christmas hamper and uh, that's worth well in excess of €200. Euro. So a uh, third prize goes to Assumpta Barry. So we'll pull another because we have another fabulous hamper and this one from Kilkenny Country Markets and thanks to them. And the winner is... Pauline Hartley. Pauline Hartley. Maybe you should call these, Pat. Maybe I'm not sure. But no, just no, Pauline Hartley. No, I went to the bottom of the drum there to right. get it. As, okay. uh, as so. The drum has been shook up every time and we're going to the bottom of it and we may be going to the middle of it this time. Very good. Our next prize, fifth, is another prize worth 200 euro and it's a service from Michael Ling Motors to the value of 200 euro. There's just one name on it and uh, but we do have their number so congratulations to Zena. Zena, you are the winner of a 200 euro service voucher from Michael Ling Motors Hyundai and Ford in Kilkenny so congratulations. And we have a telephone number. We do indeed. Thanks. Uh, fifth prize to Zena there. Congratulations to you and that's the Michael Ling Motors voucher. The next prize is a fabulous tapestry. You have to see it to believe it. Again, worth another €200. Euro. And uh, Breed Kelly. Breed Kelly is the winner. Is that Breed Kelly, right? yes. Yep. yes. Uh, Breed Kelly, you are the winner of that prize. Congratulations to you. It will hang and it'll do justice to any room, I think, in which it hangs. Our next prize is a voucher for €100 Euro with thanks to Tracy Furniture, Tracy Carpets and Furniture in Bennett's Bridge. And that is prize number seven. And Pat is going to pull that one. And it's oh, another very familiar name. Enda McAvoy. So, Enda, congratulations to you. If it's the Enda McAvoy I'm thinking of, congratulations, Enda, and congratulations, whoever it is. But a 100 euro voucher for Tracy's Carpets and Furniture in Bennett's Well done, Enda. Well done. Yep. And last, but by no means least, Pat, that's the seventh prize in our uh, Split the Pot Christmas Jackpot draw today. And one more, and it is Vicky Lanigan. Is it Vicky Lanigan? Vicky Langan. I'm not sure. Is it Lanigan or Lanigan? Langan. But Langan. Vicky Langan. Langan. Okay, Vicky, congratulations to you. A hundred euro voucher for Chadwick's in Kilkenny. Thanks to Tony Duggan and the team there for supporting it. And that is the final prize. Vicky Langan. And Vicky, we have your number and congratulations to you. Congratulations and thank you to all our winners. Pat, thanks a million for doing the draw. No problem, Declan. Thank you very much again. Uh, well done on, on all the efforts. Well done to everyone that sold tickets, that supported. It was amazing when you see the amount of envelopes that was in this big drum and trying to get to the bottom of it you nearly break your fingers trying to get into the bottom of it it's been fantastic uh great great prizes and thanks to everyone that sponsored prizes 
and supported the draw and c- continued support to Community Radio Kilkenny to the board to the chairman of the board to the members of the board uh, really really want to say a big thank you and to the presenters and the voluntary presenters to wish them a very very happy Christmas and let's all stay safe and look forward to 2021 Thanks a million Councillor Pat Fitzpatrick Peace Commissioner and the man who pulled our tickets in our draw and thanks to Pat and happy Christmas and New Year to you too Pat um, Our winner is Frank Tynan the first prize a thousand euro in cash so congratulations uh, to Frank I'm joined now by Michael Walsh our chairman of the board Michael um, there was a as Pat Fitzpatrick has just said there was fabulous support for this draw you must be delighted unbelievable Uh, it gave a lift to everybody in the station particularly sort of uh, the volunteers particularly when they were out there trying to sell them the the goodwill that they were receiving and trying to sell and that showed by the, the amount of the of uh, envelopes that were in the yeah. pot tonight a huge huge support from people out there <gasps> does it encourage you to keep going oh absolutely I mean we're on a patch yeah. I mean uh, it's about three years going now since we got the license back every year it's growing and growing we have a new studio being worked on at the moment and hopefully will be available in the new year um, a lot of the fundraising goes uh, towards renewing that sort of uh, equipment Um so no, I think we're bigger and better, but always keeping in mind that it's it's all about community, yeah. both in the volunteer sense and in the people listening. It's it's what the people, the local people want, and what you know we try to deliver what what they want and need. Yeah. Basically, Michael, um, and, and, and I know you you could say we're blowing our own trumpet too much, but what community radio does it blows everybody else's trumpet most of the year, and that's our job. So it's no harm to reflect on the good that the, the community co-op does. But I think one of the things that has come up, and I think you've got it back from a lot of volunteers over the past few weeks, is that there's really been... They have been knocking, pushing uh, an open door, if you like, because there's, the public is very receptive to the cause. Yeah, I, I think it was even borne out here in the studio itself. Hmm. I mean, here this, I was here this afternoon, there was people coming to the door knocking, can hmm. I go into the I want to support it. Yeah. People turning up with, and just not even necessarily worrying about being in the draw, but just to give support yeah. to the company. And and it's hugely appreciated by, by the people here. It gives them a lift. In fact, uh, one of our volunteers who was on the town the other day said to me that he couldn't sleep at night that night with the amount of people that the adrenaline was still yeah, kind of brilliant, brilliant that he was sort of uh, overcome nearly by yeah. the amount of goodwill and, and, and uh, good wishes and, and appreciation that he got from people yeah. on the street and we all need that because it's been a difficult year very difficult year yeah. uh, now having said that I, I, I probably should at this point kind of thank even the volunteers particularly I mean this has been a tough time to, to nine months getting through the thing not one hour has been lost on the radio in that time and at one stage we were down 18 volunteers mm. but uh, the community not only is there a community out there that listen to it there's also a community here in the station that uh, appreciate what we're you know with they'll help out each other yeah. and they've done great work kind of replacing as a drop of a hat kind of volunteers and DJs have come in and picked up people's slots when, when they weren't able to make it and it's been a huge year but we've come through it very well Yeah. and you know and, and um, not only sort of um, um, from from the thing but I think the whole appreciation thing that's that's huge to people that are here that are volunteering and realised that there's hundreds thousands of people listen to them every time they go on air yeah. I mean that's, that's there is huge. a buzz yeah <sighs> yeah it's brilliant yeah. but listen Michael 
thanks to you and thanks to everybody. And uh, Frank Tynan's going to be a happy man, I expect. Yeah. yeah. Can I just sort of, just, yeah. again, I know you've done it already, but just thank the sponsors, particularly. It just shows the business community are, are uh, out there and, and willing to back us both for sponsored prizes and also advertising, which we kind of need to run the, mm. the show on an ongoing basis. I'd also kind of really like to, to thank the public in general for uh, cont contributing to the, the fundraising efforts uh, this Christmas. Uh, it's been a cracker for us and, and we really appreciate it. And I'd also like to uh, thank the volunteers here and all the, all the members of staff who went out, not only staff, but even people associated with went out yeah. and sold. Now, they found it a very easy job, mm. they tell us, mm. that people were so appreciative. That it was an easy job to, to sell, I think. It's. The other thing I'd just like to say, this is the end of this particular uh, one, but Split the Pot will continue. It's our main fundraiser and it'll be there on a... a, a we probably will leave a gap now till the end of January, let people catch their breath. But if you see the yellow boxes, do put, keep continue to support us. There'll be, there be a draw the, around the corner. In the, in, yeah, the draw will be certainly before the end of January. And uh, they're in a lot, a lot. If you see the yellow boxes in the, in the commercial butchers and outlets that are shops that are out there, please support us, continue to support us. Okay, Michael. Thank you very much Thank indeed. You. And we look forward to being in that new studio. That's uh, it. That's been our draw for the Split the Pot Jackpot for Christmas. And congratulations to all our winners. We will uh, have a list in the studio of all the winners in a few minutes' time. But uh, Frank Tynan is €1,000 richer and Jono O'Brien is €300 better off. And all those prizes will be available from next Monday. Thanks to everybody. And thanks to Liam Kelly O'Rourke and the sports team for your patience. Thanks. Christmas time in the city on 88.7 FM. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. And a very good evening and welcome to Friday Talksport here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. And there you are. After months and months of build-up, the split the bot draw is over. And congratulations to Frank Tynan, who picked up €1,000 in cash. Not too bad indeed. And we'll run you through the rest of the details from the draw in a few minutes' time. Between now and 7 o'clock, it's mainly hurling. Our under-20s and minors are out tonight and Sunday afternoon. We'll preview that in a few minutes' time. Our taxback.com uh, text line is 086-353-7782. We'd love to hear from you. But we're going racing firstly, and we're off to Dundalk. So let's join our ace tipster, Bear Scott. Bear, a very good evening to you. Very good evening to you, Liam. A little bit later than usual, but your business is business. Got, we have our money made already, Bear. Yeah, oh, very good. You won't be worried about what I did. <laughs> you can be and the bonus. Uh, yeah, look, there was racing in heaven this afternoon over Jumpsport. I was on split the pot business and wasn't paying too much attention to heaven, but I have the details hmm. from Dundalk. It started up there at 4 o'clock. The first race was won by number 5, Kevin. Our Queens carried 130. Uh, number 2, Livingston Range. 20 to 1 was second, and number 3, Giselle's Thunder was third at 7 to 4. The 430, this was won by number 12, Morning Approach, 8 to 1. Second was number 7, Rosna Empress, 13 to 2. And third was number 13, Old Brazen, 22 to 1. 
The five o'clock was won by number two, Prisoner's Dilemma, seven to two, Giant Favor. Second was number 14, Dark Magic, at 15 to two. And third was number six, Terracana, the other seven to two, Giant Favor. 5.30 went to number 10, Foreign Legion, 7-2, Giant Favor. Second was number 3, Cathy Mann, 13-2. Uh, and third here was number 13, Strange Times, at 14-1. to 1. Now, I didn't get the 6 o'clock results yet, but I'm sure you might have it a little later on, Liam. Yep, we'll do. There's, yeah, there's three races left. Uh, a maiden at half six, which is, uh, you know, these maidens, they're horses that are trying to win their first race. Uh, a lot of Horses from decent stables in there, but none of them that great, I'd have to say. The favourite today, at least in the offices, was number nine, Wonder Elzam, which was well fancied uh, to win one just last week. To win a maiden was again just uh, finished second there, managed to find one to beat it. Will be the big fancy, I think, of all those tonight. One of one or two of them, the, the more fancied ones, are not drawn well, and for that reason, I think. Wonder Elzam might be the one to have, give a last chance to. The 7 o'clock was a handicap over a mile and a quarter, just nine runners here were a very tricky little handicap, I have to say. All of these would have some sort of a chance on the book. You couldn't rule out any of them. Uh, Black Point, number seven, is the one that seemed to be uh, well bandied up in the racing post today. Might even start favourite here. Finished behind there to flame just two weeks ago. But they all seem to fancy his chances of turning the tables. However, I fancy number three coming through. It's a seven-year-old, but he was a Group 1 winner in Australia some time ago, I'd have to say. But won well, won a claimer a few weeks back in Dundalk, and who knows, he might just follow up tonight. Finally, the last race of the year in Dundalk. I don't think they're racing again until January up there anyway, but it's a very tricky handicap. I have to say the usual 14 runners the main uh, fancies in the betting would seem to have been today um, Chateau user number 6 New Vocation number 3 and number 1 Royal Admiral New Vocation listeners to this programme will know I've tipped him often enough and we do believe that one of the midweek meetings in Dundalk after changing stables from Jim Boyder to Ken Clark he popped up at 33 to 1, but sure, that's the story of my life. However, tonight I think there might be a, a big price winner in this. I want to beat New Vacation. Number 12, Sleepyhead. A few years back, well, not too far back, a year or two back, Sleepyhead had excellent form around Dundalk. His last run was promising. He showed signs of its uh, old form, and who knows, Sleepyhead might send us home happy tonight. <laughs> That's the one for the money, Lane. Thanks very much, Bear. We need it badly. <laughs> for us, for some of us that weren't, weren't lucky enough to come out in the draw. For sure. Anyway. Don't worry. Listen, Liam, I'd just like to say happy Christmas to all our listeners on a, on a Friday night, the usual gang. Yeah, absolutely. And we send our sentiments as well. And a happy Christmas to you and yours, Bar, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. God rest. Thanks, Liam. Thanks Take very care. much. That's Bear Scott there. Um, with the racing, we're just coming up on half past six. We have the Kilkenny team to face Galway tonight in the Leinster Under-20 Hurling Championship. And goal is Dean Mason. The full back line is Darrow O'Keefe, Darrow Corcoran and Shane Staunton. Connor Murphy, David Blanchfield and Martin O'Neill are on the half-back line. Keane Kenny and Killian Egan line out in midfield with Martin O'Connell, Owen Cody, Connor Heary on the half 
forward line and Ian Byrne, Stephen Donnelly and Owen Gilfile on the full forward line. We'll hear from Pat and Richie here in the studio in a few minutes and we'll go live to Port Leash as well where Nicky Brennan is standing by. But before all of that, let's get the thoughts of Derek Ling. Friday evenings talk sport on 88.7 FM with JJ Kavanagh bus and coach hire. Derek Ling, manager of the Kilkenny under-20s, had been a, a, a peculiar time trying to prepare, prepare a team. Yeah, uh, it has, Pat. Um, strange time, all right. Um, I suppose we actually got together, I think it was this time last year, um, for the first time, and lads were going on gym programmes and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to, a, a, I suppose, a July start. And, you know, obviously, you know, we had COVID throughout the year, so it's been unusual. So, look... Um, in saying that, very grateful that we're getting the opportunity to play the game. You know, the players have been um, have been excellent all year. To be fair, because you know, it's, obviously, we were supposed to play there in um, November as well, and that didn't materialise. So they've had to be patient, but in a way, it's given them a focus as well, something to um, something to motivate them as well. And you know, to be fair, they've they've trained really well. Club farm must have been very important then. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Look, it did give us an opportunity to look at players and um, because of the, with the club campaign going first. And yeah, it certainly did. And allowed, you know, a lot of lads came back in September with you know, a good bit of work done at that stage. And I thought the challenge has been really, uh, since then, you know, our last challenge match has, you know, was in September. And, um, you know, and I think it was October. I think you know, you know, a rule came in that we couldn't play challenge matches. So you know, you're you're kind of training away, and then obviously the second, you know, the next lockdown happened. So you know, that curtailed everything again, and it was just uh, I suppose any the little bit of momentum we had um, was gone. But you know, it's the same challenge for everybody else, Pat. So we just have to kind of um, just work away and get on with it. Galway will have a little advantage insofar as they had a game last week uh, against Leash, uh, a game they won well. Yeah, yeah. No major surprises in terms of their performance or results or anything, but yeah, like you said, you'd like, to, you'd like to get a run out and probably the ideal one you know, for them was last weekend and the fact that the matches in poor Leash and everything else, so they have a bit of, bit of a routine. And um, But look, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, at the start of the year we would have been saying Galway are you know, one of the teams that were going to be tipped and fancied, I suppose, for the um, for an All Ireland, let alone Leinster. So, um, you know, mo- the majority of their team is and panel is, you know, they have All Ireland winning medals from minor 17, 18, 19, what have you. And um, so we know that they're strong and uh, we know it's going to be a challenge, but we're looking forward to it. Um, you know, we have a good group of players and the attitude has been super. Um, and yeah, the fact we haven't had a match, we're just. It's going to be a challenge and it might take us a few minutes to get into the game and we have to be kind of aware of that and not panic and just, you know, keep working hard and hopefully as the game goes on we get better. Um, I think our fitness levels are good and, you know, there has been a good bit of work put in. So you're just hoping that we, you know, start the game start the game on the front foot um, and get into the game early. Yeah, and I suppose all your judgment then in a way is nearly on in-house games. Yeah, absolutely. It has been. It has been, and we've had good games. And um, and yeah, I guess the challenge of not having you know some competitive game time is that you know some fellas you know will perform you know in training. And um, but a game situation can be different. But in saying that, fully confident of um, you know the panel that we have and the team that we have, and you know they'll go out and they'll do their utmost. And and yeah, the 
the in-house games have been have been good and it's, it's been very competitive and that's a good sign. Yeah, and uh, the way the the championship is this year is all about getting a win and try and get uh, the, you know a little bit of uh, momentum and then uh, a team takes on a life of its own if you can get that. Ah, uh, for sure, for sure. If you get the win, it just yeah for for those group of players to play together and get over the line would be would be massive for them to kick on again um, because you know they're you know they're they're a talented bunch as well. Um, no, no question about that. I think there's I would. You know, say that um, many of them will will have really strong careers, not only with their clubs, but you know, with county as well. And it's just about kind of gelling together now, Friday, and kind of working as a team. And and uh, you know, I think if we do that, we're in a really good uh, chance. Yeah, and that was Derek Ling speaking to Pat uh, earlier in the week. Let's go live to Port Leash and I, Nicky Brennan. Evening to you, Nicky. Yes, hello, Liam. You're very welcome to Port Leash here. And it's, uh, yeah, it's not a bad evening here. It's uh, mild enough, and the, the Galway lads have just walked out onto the field in their clothes, done a little bit of a chip around. Kilkenny were uh, just tapping around outside in the car park just because as it was coming in. So, obviously, it's a strange circumstance. So somebody told me as I was coming in, that this Kilkenny under-20 team got together for the first time on the 12th of November uh, 2019 and this is their first competitive match so how about that that must be the longest uh, time a team has been in training waiting for its first match but we all know the circumstances of course which are surreal but the Galway players I think have been told to get off the field and not be walking on it by the leash uh, somebody from the leash county board the field looks fine but it's clearly going to be very soft the ball won't run normally like it would run in the, during the course of the summer when this championship would normally be taking place so who knows what the situation is you have uh, you have called out the teams there uh, I haven't heard of any changes yet on, uh, on either side of course and Galway are a pretty star of the team a lot of their players are coming with All-Ireland All medals quite a lot of them in fact um, the goalie Derek Fahey cornerback Oshin Salmon and Jason Donoghue halfback Dermot Kilcommons midfielders Ian McLean and Alex Kinnear half-forwards Connor Walsh Sean Neary and uh, full forwards, Oshin Flannery, John Fleming and Donald O'Shea, for subs, Cayman uh, Killeen, Adam Brett, Owen Lawless and Sean McDonough, all holders of All-Ireland medals, a few other guys who happened there, and on the Kilkenny team, 14 of them were involved at minor level at 2017, 18 or 19, as the case might be, the other player came on as a sub, and uh, obviously 12 of the uh, of the panel today was not involved in that, now they could still be on the extended panel, I don't have the exact uh, details of the full panels, or they could be on the extended panel, so uh, certainly Galway are coming with a very experienced team and uh, Kilkenny will have, will have it all to do and the fact that Galway as Pat spoke to Derek there have a, goal, a match behind them and especially here in Port Leash last Friday night even if they did win well it'll be a good start and if we look at the last two years two years ago Galway had the match first and they beat Kilkenny last year Kilkenny had the match first and they beat Galway so whether that's going to hold up or not this year we don't know so that's it from Port Leash here Aleem I'll be joining up with Paul Brophy at half seven and we'll be doing ongoing updates all through the game uh, here from Port Leash OK, Nicky, thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, we're joined in the studio by Richie Power. Evening to you, Richie. Liam, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, your initial impressions of the team? Yeah, well, there's there's 11 of, 11 of the team um, that would have hurled senior uh, club championship in Kenny this year. So, look, that's, that's, that's a lot, like, you know, and... and uh, 
them players are going to have a huge experience you know and I, 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 Derek Cochran a lot of talk about him all year full back Dan Blanchfield uh, David Blanchfield very good for the Bennis Bridge uh, was excellent last year as well like Owen Cody centre forward Stephen Donnelly was going well with Thompson all year so down the spine of our team and Cleve Kenny in the middle of the field like he was he was uh, or Keane Kenny I should say he was excellent all year so mm. look at that there's a nice little bit of a look about the team but you never really know till till you get out there and like I you know the fact that Galway had that game last weekend is an advantage to them. Yeah, Pat, it's a, it's a team that with something to prove, and you know it's a it's a short championship, so they have plenty of opportunity to do it. Yeah, well, it's uh, do or die tonight. Mm. That's it, knockout, and uh, it could be the shortest, or uh, it could be the start of something good. But uh, you see, you just it's a total shot in the dark because uh, we all know the players that are on the team we all know they're good players and uh, it's all about uh, trying to get a performance and I mean how many times do you see an underage team starting out and uh, the first round versus uh, say a Leinster final or an All-Ireland semi-final the difference can be can be a, a, a good bit and uh, we just uh, have to have a shot at this and Galway aren't much different they had a run out which is a, which is a help because you know, you go through the motions, you gear yourself up for a match, you get to see, you're playing the opposition, and you get, even though the one is well, well, at least you get a solid half hour out of it or 40 minutes where you you, you can make judgment. So, um, look, we just have to wait and see. Because, mm. Richie, we can't forget the time of the year, and some of these lads probably haven't hurled competitively for a good while. Well, that's, that's a fair point, uh, Liam, and, and, you know, you, the, the way things are, you can't even have a challenge match. Yeah. You know, at least if you could get two or three changes under your belt, it's, it's, it's some help. So, look, what you're really, you're really going out tonight, and you're just hoping that you're ready to start. And and I think if they can start, you know, and go with Galway and, and not give it like. You know, the, the match last week will definitely be a little bit of a help to Galway. You know, they won it and won it easy in the end. Like, but they just the lads got to to play together, and whereas Kenny happened had that chance, mm. you know. But it is a very strong team, Pat. Is there any players there that didn't make the cut that you would have expected to see? Yeah, well, sure. Look, it all boils down to who was training. Yeah. and how well they trained and then sometimes lads train well and they don't play mm. well and so it's like you have all that conundrum so but look when you look at uh, Derek Ling and Michael Rice and Peter Barry uh, they, they're experienced men mm. and they know what they're looking at and uh, they know what they want and uh, I mean there's on. definitely players in there that we know are in the under twenty camp that are not on the sheet tonight that are damn good hurlers, so it must be good out there. Exactly. And but when you, like Derek Ling, Michael Rice and Peter Barry, mm-hmm. what was the one thing they had? Work rate and honesty. I mean, that was the hallmark of their game. So I'd imagine this team should have the same going out. Those those are the values they had as players and I expect that's what they were looking for as well. So um but look, we can pick any team we like. And uh, but we weren't at training, and we don't know what's going yeah. on. But th- and like the the thing about the three lads, you know, they're, they're definitely putting their stamp on this team because if you go back to two years ago, there's ten or twelve changes up the team that played Galway in the in the in the minor All Ireland semi final. So you know these lads ha- obviously have gone to every corner of the county and and looked at lads and and you know and they've come with their own team. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this game tonight now. Mm. And the training sessions do, from what I'm hearing, were fairly regular enough, which is key because with panels like this, even more so than say senior, for example. 
example or with your club the crossover of players is continuously changing and to mm. try and gel with the players in your position it's key really yeah and uh, then throw in the few injuries that we mm. know happened during the year and look throw in the conditions I mean a fellow uh, you'd, you'd be seeing the lad playing well he's the top of the ground hurler uh, that likes likes to dry ground and then, then you have uh, bigger stronger players that might uh, go better in these conditions so all that comes into play yeah, and if it's a shot in the dark looking at the Kilkenny team, what hope are we looking at a Galway team? Do we know anything? Mm. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Just a weird maroon. Yeah, well, and that uh, I suppose um, more than eight, nine, or ten of them, or whatever the panel, all have all Ireland minor medals, mm. and the one, uh, three all Ireland minors in a row, or whatever. So uh, you know, the interesting thing I suppose when you look at Kilkenny is the minor whether they grow into under 20 or under 21 hurlers or how well they grow into adult hurlers that's the that's the 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 key oftentimes you see you know classy minors and uh they don't they, uh, sometimes they don't make it and it's uh, you have other lads then and they're slow burners and uh, they develop more mm. from 18 to 21 22 than than the other lads might have been developing from 15 to 18 you know yeah so. those those raw hurlers Richie I suppose Pat's alluding to there the raw hurlers and you know when you get to a certain level then following instructions and maybe not having as much freedom mm. Yeah, but, you know, we, we, Pat uh, said it there a second ago, like, the time of the year now, mm. like, there's some of them players that I've seen uh, hurling with their clubs this year and they were excellent. Like, yeah. if you look at Owen Gilfile and just, just take Keen Kenny in the semi in the semi final against, yeah. Yeah, against <laughs> James, or against uh, the Shamrocks. Like, both of them were excellent. But, like, it's way, way different tonight. The ball is going to be sticking. It's not going to be flying off the top of the, off, off the, top mm. of the ground. But, lads, there's no, like, to me, an under-20 All-Ireland now would be huge for this county. Like, if ever we, we needed something at underage, I think we need it now. And, you know, if, if, and if this team could get a result tonight, they're not to say they wouldn't go on. You know, you, you could maybe turn half a dozen of them into senior uh, county horrors in a year or two. Because, like. Pat, it is very, very important. I mean, it, 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 at the end of the day and years to come, this will be what shapes up the senior team, more or less. And I can only really think of Cork that have uh, been the exception to this rule. You need strong minor and under-20 teams. Yeah, well, sure, look, uh, Cork haven't won a senior t- since mm. 2005 and uh, there have been uh, the underage uh, teams haven't won anything either so though while they might be hanging around uh, the uh, the uh, business end of the, the championship maybe around semi-finals you, you do need that little bit of extra and the confidence and uh, all that it gives teams and the, de- the way it develops uh, players if you can get keep them playing uh, the longer the season the better and uh, the next thing if they do win a, a, an under 20-21 they they could be in a senior panel and their development continues whereas if they lose out in the first round well oftentimes you know that that development doesn't continue it's interrupted and it's uh, back to square one next year you know yeah and mm. um, what about Sunday Richie going to Chadwick's Wexford Park is never easy for any Kilkenny team no that, that is uh, and it doesn't matter what time of the year it is <laughs> if it's January or, or June or, or July it makes no difference it, it won't be simple down there I, I don't know that much about our minors uh, you know like I said you'd, be, mm. you'd love to see him in action and, and that's on the telly again the Sunday which is great but uh, to, be a, to be a big big result to get it in Wexford Park Big day, Pat. Yeah, and sure, look, it's hard to judge under 17s any day. 
and mm. uh, we haven't seen them at all. Um, there would be, I suppose, I don't know, was there seven or eight of last year's panel there? So I think the expectations of this team are high enough that uh, they should they should do well enough, and uh, that if uh, those players are uh, that were decent last year are are a bit better this year, the you know go down there and win that it's a it's a, a springboard then to a Leinster final where you know Dublin are out of the equation so you're going to meet who, who is it Westmeath or Offaly or whoever in the, in the, in the, a Leinster final if you can get there so there's a massive prize there for uh, for um, mm. both counties and Pat if we're to be positive for the moment and we get over the hurdle tonight at the under 20 grade um there seems to be what an 8 or 9 week gap between the climax of the Munster Championship and the Leinster Championship and is it the Munster champions play the Leinster champions in an All-Ireland? Eight or nine days I think yeah. uh, Liam yeah mm. eight or nine days whereas the Munster uh, f- under 21 or under 20 final is next Wednesday night mm. whereas the Leinster final is not the 3rd of January. Mm. Does that have a bearing do you think? Be a wicked bearing if there's a lockdown. <laughs> I mean that's the yeah. that's the the, the the elephant in the room which has been spoken about after Christmas. Mm. So then, uh, you know, where will that go? Mm. Well, in hurling terms, say there is no lockdown and we're being mm. <laughs> probably being a bit deluded saying that, but say for, hur- for in this case there is no lockdown, you know, will the fact that the crossover between an All-Ireland and a, um, the crossover, say from a Munster point of view or a Leinster point of view, the, the gap, will that have any sort of a bearing, do you think? Is uh, it better to have the games closer together or further away? I'd say this time of the year maybe closer together. If you're lucky enough that you don't pick up any bad yeah, injury. Yeah, mm. that's the thing, of course. You know, yeah. But if you pick up a bad injury, mm. is there a difference between one week and two weeks? Uh, you know, or two and a half mm. weeks? They're probably mm. not. Yeah. They're probably not. Uh, just new, if you're interested in that um, minor team, we'll be expecting team news from that uh, a little bit later on this evening at around 7.15 so keep an eye on the Kilkenny GA website right just going up on 10 to 7 our text line is 086-353-7782 it's kindly sponsored by taxback.com so if you want to give us a shout that's the number we'll take a break we are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM Right, our text line is 086-353-7782 and that's sponsored by taxback.com. If you've missed the split the pot draw in the past hour, we'll run you through it once again. The first prize of a thousand euro in cash and a man who's going to be, uh, <laughs> we'll be asking him for a loan tomorrow when he comes in to do his programme. Frank Tynan, he picks up a thousand euro. In second with 300 euro is John O'Brien. The winner of the Eurospar Christmas hamper worth 200 euro is a sum to Barry. In fourth prize winning 200 euros worth of a hamper from the country markets was Pauline Harty. In fifth prize, winning a €200 worth service voucher from Michaeline Motors was Zena, and we have her details there. In sixth prize, with a beautiful tapestry, were €200 Breed Kelly. Seventh prize of a €100 voucher for Tracy Furniture uh, in Brennis Bridges, Enda McAvoy. And uh, in eighth prize, with a €100 worth of a voucher for Chadwick's Kilkenny, is Vicky Lanigan. So that's the split the pot draw. And uh, just a couple of other bits and pieces to bring up to date with, and we'll get the lads' views on this in a minute. The Club Players Association, they want to see the inter-county season completed before the club championships. They say the health and safety of players should remain a primary concern. Uh, Premier League clubs have voted against the um, introduction of the five-sub rule. While uh, we pass on our congratulations to Mike Wall, he'll manage the Kilkenny Camogie minor team later this year. What do you make of that, uh, Richie? Uh, uh, inter-county before club. Yeah, I'd be 100% behind that, um, uh, Liam. I, I think that's the way it should go. 
um, I think to be to be great for clubs, you're not going to be going back in in the third or fourth of January. You know, into into fees like uh, the, the club facilities are, are not excellent in every in every parish. You mm. know, so I'd love to see the county starting in let it be February or whenever the league is going to kick off and um, continue on then and play the championship and let the club kick in and whenever mm. middle of the, middle of July. I suppose, yeah. I suppose the attraction of a pat is the you know uh, keeping the two championships together and having them running into each other yeah this year anyway yeah. um, into next season and uh, the, it's uh, you know to have all that uh, training done so the pre-season and all that kind of thing is is done literally mm. so you're you can uh, the, there can be a very smooth run in this year in particular so uh, it seems uh, the logical thing this year at least yeah, yeah. Um, tomorrow night Saturday night football under the lights in Croker Dublin and Mayo um, Mayo they've brought in a couple of players under James Horan this year that have done quite well but are, are Dublin just a step above still. Well, look at you'd have to say tonight they yeah, they probably they probably do look like they are, but like the, the Mayo team that played Dublin last year in the Ireland semi final, seven seven new guys on this Mayo team, so it's it's a huge turn turn around mm. in 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 players, and yet like I saw all of Mayo's games now, and these young as they have brought in, they have pace and they're good footballers, so. Mm. I, I'd be giving Mayo now everything, everything you'd have to go right for, everything you'd have to go right for on the night. But there's the one team that have stood and, and asked the questions of Dublin over the last couple of years, you know. Yeah, how do you beat Dublin? Do you attack them? Do you defend? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> good question. <laughs> That's a good question. And uh, what they're on the heading for their forty-second uh, championship game without a loss. The forty-one yeah. under the belt. Scary. So yeah, that's kind of scary. And I think there's seven players there that uh, have uh, have been there the whole time. And I think there's only one player that played them all. Um, and uh, I think that's Cluxton. Um, um, yeah. And he cleans up the dressing room as well afterwards. <laughs> so, yeah. so look, uh, Mayo, they're the they'd need their six or seven new players to play to full potential, you know, as mm. well on the big day. So uh, that's going to be important. And uh, but uh, it's Dublin. You'd have to go with Dublin uh, unless uh, Mayo can uh, turn it up and, uh, uh, and and have a go. But as as Richie said, the players that have come in, uh, they've been they're very talented. There's a big Ruan there in the middle of the field, and then there was another lad that gave up cycling. He has fierce pace as well, and uh, there's a wing back there that comes up the field. You know they are very he, athletic. It is, yeah, and, and uh, he he's, he took Leo Keegan's um, jersey from the half back line, and, and, yeah. and I. I would see Leo Keegan going to war, war with the likes of maybe Kilkenny tomorrow night or, or Barney Rock. Yeah, and he's, yeah. he'd be ideal to mm. to do a job like that. Look, you know, sometimes I say, you know, players going into the first All Ireland, and the fact that there's not. 50,000, 60,000, or 80,000 yeah. people yeah. here is going to be a bit of a help to Mayo. Yeah. And I, I think. And there's no red and green sheep or anything going around. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but, but the one thing that would strike you about Dublin is like you watch them compared to the start of the five in a row and last year, and they look like the exact same team. But there's mm. been tweaks to that team, and new oh, lads yeah. brought in, mm. and they just blend in effortlessly. effortlessly. Yeah, that's right. But uh, when you have the main men still there, yeah. you know. And they're they're able to then the other and the other lads are just supporting players and they're able to play their own mm. game. 
it just makes such a difference. You, they still have the hard core of players there, you know. And um, to me, one of the real underrated players in the Dublin team, and he's one of my favourite players, is Johnny Cooper. I just think he's so versatile, and he's a great leader. And when there were a problem at full back, he went in there, and you know, he do, he's he's uh, he's the lad Gavin always picked, and uh, when Cluxton wasn't there, Gavin always made him captain. I I, I think that's very pointed. He's not afraid to get physical either. No, no, and uh, he'll take it for the team mm. if he has to. And uh, look, he, he had a bad day against uh, uh, last year against Kerry in the first day and uh, all that and got sent off. And the next day he came out and he performed, you know. I think I think he is um, for, he is excellent. For Mayo, I'd say, to, you know, to win this, they're going to, they're going to need huge performance from Keane O'Connor from Aidan O'Shea yeah. you know the, the five or six established players there that have given very very good service to Mayo they're going to need man of the match performances out of them they do yeah yeah. Mm. have to have that Yeah. just yeah. a couple of texts in one congratulating Frank on the split the pot win and the other one uh, they come in with a stat that Kilkenny under 14s won the Tony Forsell tournament six years ago against Galway only seven of the panel on the Kilkenny under 20s panel this year uh, are on it with three, with the three being uh, Dean Mason Killian Egan and Conor Heary uh, does it make you ponder um, does it make you ponder uh, on the development squad programme in Kilkenny hmm. Oftentimes, you know you have top class teams uh, winning uh, under 14 I think I, if I recall uh, James Stevens had a fantastic under 14 team that won all rounded with the fail and were unbeaten up in under 16 and uh, went on to minor and didn't win a minor and a lot of those lads didn't go on to play senior so uh, that that can happen uh, but uh, we you know look at it like we said it earlier it's, it's fairly obvious like that that Jerry uh, Kling and and, he, and uh, Michael Rice and Peter Barry, they, they have they have come and put their stamp on this mm. team before there's a ball hit. Like when you see 10, 10 changes from two years ago, so obviously they're after looking, spreading the net and and listen. Let's let's hope we get a performance tonight and get a result. Yeah, and lads are under fire here from our friend Barry. Lads, uh, Lee Keegan is the lad's name. So much for hurlers talking about football. There you go. <laughs> uh, sorry, Chum uh, All Star. <laughs> <laughs> Keyboard warrior. <laughs> right, thanks, lads. Yeah, one listener. <laughs> <laughs> one more than last week. Right, <laughs> thanks, lads. Sport back tomorrow at 12 o'clock, of course, and uh, all the way until 5 o'clock. And don't forget updates from Port Leash uh, this evening between Kilkenny and Galway. Until tomorrow, bye-bye, take care. Weather is splendidly, but it's very cold out here in the snow, marching to and from the enemy. Oh, I say it's tough. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.